joining us tonight for another Hot Box episode, episode 186 to be exact. 186. No, Damn. That's great. <laughs> so things are looking a little different tonight, mostly because I'm in the hot seat. It's uh, me, Amy, and tonight I'm joined with... Dale. <laughs> and... Dan the Growman. Dan the Growman. Yeah. <laughs> and tonight we're going to be talking all things... Blank Dang. Blank Dang. Right, so things, yeah, we're missing a few people tonight. Um, our merch is actually on the way back from an epic road trip, which we're going to get into a little bit later. But she'll be joining us for the Fields of Green update. And our dearest Joe is recovering from a little bit of cooties. So we cooties. She, she's in bed and uh, resting, but watching and smoking it up. Mm. So, yeah, we've got a few cool things tonight. We have the Fields of Green with Mertz, as I said. We have some CBDNN with Dale. And then we have the High Five update with Kelly McHugh. So we'll get into all of that. And we're going to oh, yeah. talk a little bit about the cup that we went to. Yes. Our little trip that we went on. Yeah. That's yeah. why we went with you guys last week, I yes. Yeah, we missed you, but um, we had a really, really great time down there. Cool. So I think, yeah, before we get into it, remember to like, share, and subscribe, and then Dan's going to take it away for us tonight with the poll, and then some blank dank. So, tonight, the poll, the poll, the poll, the poll is, um, is it bad manners not to quiche a bong in company? So, like, not to finish the bong, and leave it, like, either leave some yeah, bong, some in. weed inside there, or even if you leave the milk in the, you know, like, milk in the bottle, you got to, you got to clean the bottle. So, the options are. It's not just, un, it's, it's, it's actually disrespectful. I'll go well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So, the options for the poll are: you should finish it, you should leave some in the bowl, or it doesn't matter. Mm. I don't know. I'm, I'm a. What do you, what do you kind of, what do you think? I don't think it's that bad because I have <clears throat> some pretty weak lungs <laughs> and I struggle to actually even do a whole bowl. So, I do struggle. So I don't sharing is caring. Yeah, sharing is caring, definitely. No, no, there's an etiquette when it comes down to socially smoking, though. Let's be real. If you decide with your friend <laughs> that you're going to share that bong heads, then you, you nicely smoke the one side of the bong, the bowl, <clears throat> and you leave him the you're other side. Good. But if he didn't ask for half of it, either finish it or clean it out when you're done with it, bro. At least before you walk away from the bong. Like, if you're still there, you can kind of leave it milky and all that. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. But no, when you walk away, away from yeah. the bomb, it must be clean. Exactly. Like, take, the out the, take out the yeah. the take out the the, the hit. Yeah. Clean it. Yeah. You know. Make sure it's nice and clean. That it's ready for the next person. Don't leave smoke in it. No, I do agree with that. Yeah. But talking about smoking, let's see what we're going to be smoking tonight. So. So the poll I think is on Facebook, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Don't forget to vote. Polls on Facebook. Vote on Facebook. All right. So, what are we going to do tonight? We got Hashman, as you can see, just chilling out in his hash bed. <laughs> We're playing around with um with the puck the the hash puck maker which yeah. we'll have a look at next week. So yeah. a little review of what we're gonna look at next week. Then what we've got here is we got some bird. Uh, let's see here. Can I... Yes. What is this one? Dale, do you know what this one is? Uh, it doesn't this say. Is not it from, this is not from. Is it from here? It is from here. Uh, yeah. Okay, so this is a preview of what we're going to be looking at this evening. Don't worry, don't worry about that. So I think it's it's probably an Exodus of some was, kind. I think it was. Actually. I think it's an Exodus, this one. Yeah. But what we'll do is we'll be going through this bud a bit later, um, where we talk a little bit about the Canon Cup that we went down and had a look at. So that's some of the indoor, I believe this was, the indoor. It's solid as a rock. It, it is like literally indoor. rock hard. I'm sorry, it's not that focused, but let's just leave it there, maybe. 
Um, and then this here on the right is some... Danky. Beautiful. Oh, what's with the green inside there? Damn. It's the leaf, eh? Yeah. Look at that, eh? The leaf is green, but the bud is purple. Yes, see. This is some meat bread. So that would point to more of like a genetic trait. Totally. 100%. Oh, yeah. 100%. Flowers purple. Because if you just switched into a cold weather or cold room, the whole your thing leaves, would, your, your stem, everything would Everything, be the stem would be purple, everything would be purple if it was a cold reaction to, to it by going purple. But if it was genetics or, you know, part of the, the genes, mm. that's, that's it. It's, a, it's purple bud but green leaves. That's what you want. Which makes you think, I mean, green leaves and purple leaves. So like what I've read and what I've yeah, kind of read is and that... This is what a king's fudge. Green leaves are obviously the better plant that'll photosynthesize better because chlorophyll is the most photosynthesis. Yeah, it's the, it is the it's color green. used for photosynthesis, photosynthesis. And when your leaves are purple or pink or any other color, you have less green, which is less less chlorophyll, which is less photosynthetic power. So maybe the plant knows that it's going to be going purple, so therefore it'll keep its green leaves green in order mm. to build the buds up. Mm. But also genetic. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, wake up one day and decide to do that. So no, it's so no, it knows that it's going to work right. Yeah. And you said what is this? Uh, King's fudge cake. Jeez. Flipping hell, look at that. It's a four and a half gram nugget. That we had a six and a half yes. earlier. Yes. This thing is also solid as solid. Mm. That's really dense, dense. Outdoor. Yeah, outdoor greenhouse. Sunbound. I know indoor growers that can't get their weed as dense as. That's so so I mean, look at that nug, man. It's bigger than the. The green one and the purple one <laughs> together. So yeah, we've got lots of dank tonight. We're going to smoke up and get toked up. Let's do it. Yeah. So right. now I think what we have is we're going to get an update from Mertz on the fields of green for no, all. We, we left her behind. So Mertz <laughs> is reporting out of... She's in King... She's in a really beautiful town. <laughs> and it's really cold, she says. So let's cross yeah. over to Mertz and she can let us know where exactly she is. Hello, everybody. Hello. Um, I miss you. Oh, I miss you guys too. And I'm so pleased that this just hold thumbs that may, maybe this connection will last. Um, I'm in Lady Grey, Lady which, uh, which is 48 kilometers um, northeast of Alowell North. So right on the Lesotho border. If anybody knows the, the Tiffindale um, ski resort just over in Lesotho and Afri Ski, a lot of people that uh, come through Lady Grey um, on their way up to Lesotho. So you can imagine it's, it's high up and it's freezing. There's, I was watching the cold front all the way this morning from, from Kids Beach. Um, and what a beautiful drive through the Eastern Cape, um, up through uh, Stutterheim and uh, uh, Queenstown and then onto, onto Alloway North. It really is the most, some of my favorite landscapes in South Africa. Um, it was sort of rolling hills with the mountains in the distance and little bushes dotted all over the place and, and goony cows and yeah, I had a lovely drive today. But uh, as far as fields of green is concerned, uh, yes, I've been having a bit of a road trip and um, quite a lot of it has been work, but work of the best kind, uh, flying the flag for fields of green and um, catching up with our cannabis culture people along the way. So after the, the crew will tell you later about the um, 
Hannah Cup in Plett and the, the, the club that we visited and the great time we had there. But I left on the Tuesday after Women's Day uh, and went and spent a few days with uh, non-cannabis friends in Neisner. And that was a nice break and I got spoilt and cooked for and everything. And um, and then from Neisner, I went on to visit some of Julian's family in Oatswain. And I must just say here that I got tons and tons of messages. Oh, please, can we see you? Oh, I'd be nice to hook up. But unfortunately, I ran out of both uh, time and energy. So I didn't get to absolutely everybody. And I'm sorry. And I'm sure all of us are going to be back down there again. Uh, we've fallen in love with the, with the garden route and the Eastern Cape all over again. So from Oatswain on, I'm not sure whether, whether Bormslang has got my photos up. I can't no, see. They're on their way. Okay. Um, there we go. So there we go. So um, I had a great spliff, actually, of that King's Fudge Cake um, that you're smoking tonight at the Neisner Heads. So slow down the photographs. I can't. I can't. One? I can't. You can't? No. Okay. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, so so in Nice now I, I went to the discount. Like sorry. Ah, they're just flashing past. Yeah, Never mind. Trying to make them slow. Okay. So here is coming up now is a photo that I took in the Neisner Discam, and CBD was on special, and it was marked down from 399 Rand to 1900. Jeez. So I just had to take a photo. <laughs> then I drove to Oatswan, and the Swartberg Mountains were covered in snow, and that was really, really beautiful. And I stayed at Julian's stepsister's guest house, and this was the sunset. Um, in the town where I was born. Wow. And then I drove, I drove from um, Oatswain through to Crossways near Jeffreys Bay, and I happened to stop for some coffee in a town, little town called Bertina. And there I saw a cannabis medical extract company sign. <laughs> so, so I just thought that that was amazing, you know, there in the middle of nowhere in the, in the Klein Karua. So from uh, from Otsun, I went to Jeffreys Bay and I stayed at Crossways, which was really amazing because I spent all my time there with Ricky Stone and his beautiful family and his new baby. And we did we forgot to take photographs. We were too busy talking. <laughs> from Jay Bay, I went through um, through Port Elizabeth. And I, um, I went to go and visit the guys at um, Groguru. Now, Damien at Groguru has been in business for nine years, and he's one of our longest, longest standing affiliates. And if there's anything who know, anybody who knows anything about the cannabis business right from the dark old days of prohibition, um, that has to be Damien from Groguru. And he's, it's, 
as I said, a long, long standing affiliate. So I couldn't go through PE without saying, how's it to Damien? Uh, Ricky and I popped over and had a fat spliff in his legendary backyard. And his business has been struggling a bit in the last year, as with everybody. There's more competition now in PE, uh, and it is quite a small city. So um, we were able to inspire him a bit to keep going, and he's the best. Um, also in PE, I popped in and a surprise visit to Aiden at the pottery. Um, Aiden's also a longtime supporter of Fields of Green and one of our um, one of our join the queue cases. And he's opened up an established establishment called the pottery, which is doing really well. Um, it's very private, so I'm not going to tell you too much about it. I also met with Armand from Praxis Glass at the pottery. And it is always special to see to see Armand. You know, him and Jules were so close and with their love of glass and art and creativity. So um, I had a great coffee and a spliff with Armand and um, and Aidan from the pottery. And you can see there in the picture, um, he's had this beautiful plaque made for the entranceway to the uh, pottery with jewels on it. Wow. So that was a very, very special visit with those oaks. And they um, they rolled me a spliff and I, and I smoked it um, on the highway from PE up to Kids Beach in East London along that coast road. And I don't think I went faster than like 80 k's an hour all the way along up to Kids Beach. <laughs> then I, of course, amazing amazing to meet up with with russ warren my brother uh, i stayed with him and his beautiful family for two nights we went into pe into east london and um we met with the lovely people from tricosa um uh, uh, Chan, uh andrea and sheldon we also went to a little grow shop as you can see there called growers emporium where we met the, the owner, Daryl, who is, has also been a long-time supporter, and also somebody else who's new to the business called Sivwe, who came all the way across East London to meet us. Uh, there's Daryl and Sivwe in their shop there. And it was, you know, there's, there's a strong sense of community along the coast there, and everybody supports everybody else. And um, so Russ Warren and I went around visiting. We went to Sinsa, where we met two growers who gave us some of the most outstanding weed I've ever seen and ever smelled. So that's for next week's show, um, and that's a surprise. Yes. And then this morning, I uh, bade farewell to Warren and Sinead and their kids uh, on Warren's birthday. Happy birthday, Happy Russ Warren. And then headed up here to Lady Grey, and I'm, co I'm coming home tomorrow. And I think that the takeaway from this little road trip has really been that cannabis culture is alive and well and thriving in South Africa. And um, just driving through small towns and seeing that leaf there is just amazing. It just really is. Okay, some people are not quite getting it right, and there's this and there's that, and we've got lots of loose ends to tie up and things to get right. But particularly in the smaller towns up the coast, I've got a real sense of warmth and everybody knowing everybody. So what I'm going to propose 
next week when we all get together again, is that on the show, we start featuring different towns across South yes. Africa. So what's green in your town, you know? What's happening? Who's who's growing what? Who's smoking what, you know? Because there's definitely is something cannabis happening in every town. I went for a cup of coffee at the coffee shop down here in Lady Grey, and as you do, you get talking. And the lady said to me, oh, if you're a cannabis activist, have you heard of blah, 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 some farmer in the area? And I said, no, so why would I? <laughs> And she said, oh, no, he's got tunnels full of this stuff. <laughs> do you think so, um, um, that the police yeah, have more, think, more of an influence on the stuff out there? Yeah, yeah. And I think with the Know Your Dacha Farmer thing, we need to reach out to all of the small towns. So those people that are watching today, where are you from? Put it in the comments. Write to us. Let us know what's happening in your town. And we can feature your town and how green is your town. Yeah. Um, because we really do live in the most spectacularly beautiful country. I mean, um, tomorrow I will be clocking over 3,000 Ks in my old Subaru since we left home. Wow. So so it really is amazing to, to drive around and check it out and get out here into the fresh air. So that's it for the Fields of Green update for me being a little bit of a disciple around the countryside. Nice. And I'll see everybody tomorrow. I can't wait to see my dogs and everybody at home. And um, see you next week around the table. Travel safe. Travel safe. Drive safe. Thanks. See you soon. Love you all. Bye. Well, that's quite a quite a trip that she's gone on there. Yeah. Nice road trip. Seeing all the people. Seeing all like like you were saying, seeing all these different places. And I was, I was also quite mm. interested, do you think the police are, are influencing them as much as they are in the big cities? Yeah, it's a fair question, all right. Yeah. Because uh, uh, for me, I would think that it would be worse in small towns because mm. the police is so much closer yes. to everything. Where in the city, there's lots of hiding space. Mm. But it doesn't seem that way. No. It doesn't seem no, that way. It seems because of the closeness, yeah. they're like, kind of know, oh, that's when Pete's son doing his nonsense in the foul pay or Maybe they're dirty so. cops. Yeah. Talking about dirty cops. Our yeah. next thing on CBNN. The former mayor of a Southern California city has been indicted by federal prosecutors for bribery and wire fraud charges, stemming from a corruption case tied to ma major marijuana business licenses. Here comes the unicorns. <laughs> Richard Kerr, the former mayor of Adelanto in the desert northeast of Los Angeles, was arrested on Friday after federal agents searched, uh, served a search warrant at his home in Victorville Daily. Kerr is accused of taking nearly $60,000 in bribes from various people uh, over the years. This is going all the way back to 2015, really. So he was taking bribes from people for getting them licenses and for like helping getting them, them get, set up. Get the front foot in applications for licenses. Because oh, yes. he's in the office. Because oh, he's yeah. he's the mayor, right? Yeah. So he has a say. Final say. So Kerr has pleaded not guilty to all charges, but he could face up to 160 years in jail. 160 years. This is major for fraud charge for fraud charges. Uh, and it's it's something that we need to look seriously at in South Africa because who gets the right to decide who gets licenses? That's the main thing. Who do we give the 
who do we give the tender to? Who do we give the, the trust to, to be able to say, okay, this person gets a license and that person doesn't? And the bribes go, the licenses flow, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Much. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah again, who, who do you give that to? I don't think <clears throat> anyone should have that power. <laughs> yeah, no, that's really intense. In 160 years. 116, yeah. 160. 160. Oh, 160. 160. 160. 160. 160. 160. 160. 160. 160. 160. 160. 160. 160. 160. 160. 160. 160. 160. 160. Yeah, that wasn't a very clever move. Yeah, and unfortunately, what happens to the uh, billionaires that were paying those bribes? You know, does anything happen to them? Yeah, where's the list with them? Do their licenses yeah. get taken away? Do they follow away? back and say, where's well, were you list? paying the circle? Yeah. So why were you going through this backwards deal? Mm -hmm. Support, support, support corruption, and there's yeah, always going to be corruption. Got a nice little comment there. Uh, what's Russ Sounds familiar. Cauldron <coughs> money is strong in the cannabis industry. Yes, yes exactly. indeed. Of course. As as Warren's been saying for a long time, it's the it's the privileged and the rich people at the moment who have that opportunity to be in the industry, and that needs to change. Definitely. So now that's yeah, really something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think is that it. That's it, Charles. Guys, let us know what you think. Let us know what you think. Because there's a lot of corruption going on in our country as we all know yeah so i said i think it's any country that's especially with the green rush is what they call it it's going mm -hmm. to be but i mean how was that day when we went to that market with jules in pretoria and the guy who was supposed to hand out the uh permits for the day was the, the one caught with possession yeah and he went to jail <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's just yeah it's oh my gosh stop it <laughs> Yeah, well, chips. that's uh, yeah, quite something. But also, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Um, <clears throat> I think next up we have the high five. We're going to have a little yep. check in with Kelly McHugh. Is Kelly ready? So, she's yeah, she is ready. Yeah. So Kelly, I don't know if you guys should remember. She joined us what about a year ago? I remember it was about a year ago we yeah, had on the show. Episode one forty six or one forty eight, somewhere around there. It was Women's Month as well. Yes. yes. That was it. The Good. fantastic book. Yes. At home with cannabis. How to make and use cannabis products safely and effectively at home. Right. What a cool book that's been made locally. <clears throat> it's definitely a definite piece to have on the shelf. Hello. Hi everybody. Hi. How are you? Very good, thank you. Thank you so much for having me here again tonight. Yeah, thank you for joining us. So we just wanted to check in after a year. How's things going? How's this amazing book doing? It's doing very well, actually. Um, it's been really well received amongst people um, from sort of all backgrounds, which was really what I was hoping for. Mm. Um, one of the, the reasons I wrote the book and went um, sort of the publishing, you know, published about the Penguin Publishing route, was I really wanted to get to audiences that are outside of the cannabis community. Because mm. I feel like when it comes to talking about cannabis and healing, when we're discussing it within the community, it's sort of singing to the choir, yeah, you know, preaching to the choir. The same choir for a long time. Yeah, so this is really 
really about getting it out to people beyond our borders, our community borders. And in that regard, it's, it's really had a fantastic effect. That's amazing. I, I must be honest, I haven't actually, hadn't gone through the book pro until today, gone through it properly at least, and I'm really, really taken by it, and there's so many, like a few people that have already come to mind that I, I need to get this to, especially family members that are suffering, you know, with cancer and stuff, and that are using the medicine and maybe just trusting my word, where's this? They can totally pick it up and just see exactly what I've been telling them, that it's real and, and from an under, you know, understand it from a better point. And it doesn't take rocket science yeah. to be able to do. You know, there's basic things you can use at home to make your medicine. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And I do think when it comes in a published uh, format like that, mm -hmm. people are more willing to open, you know, be open-minded and actually uh, listen okay. to what's being said. Um, and part of, you know, the whole um, concept behind the book is really just to let people know how, as you say, how easy it is. I mean, it's really, when you say it's not rocket science, it's very basic to make these medicines. All you need to, is a, a few basic pointers um, and you're pretty much good to go. Cannabis is incredibly safe. Um, you've really got, you know, you can't really mess up. The worst that's going to happen to you is you're going to feel, if you take too much, you're going to feel ill, you're going to need to sleep it off. Um, but otherwise, it's such an easy plant to use and it's so empowering. Um, it really, because you can use it yourself without needing to necessarily interact with the doctor. No, okay. So Kelly, I was wondering, like with this book, it's such a, it's such a nice well-made book. I was wondering, have you got any other kinds of book coming out or maybe another uh, second copy or second um, edition? Second edition, I'm um, not at this point. Um, at this point, I'm still focusing on this book and getting it out there. Um, and working with different people just to try and get it into um, different communities in South Africa. Beautiful, that's really, really great. And where can we find it? So I definitely am going to be heading out to get a couple of copies for family members, but where can we get them? Um, so you can get it on Take A Lot is probably the easiest, but you can also find it at your local bookstore. Uh, bargain Books, um, Exclusive Books, they uh, have it stuck there as well. Um, so it's fairly easy to get hold of, and it's fairly cheap, I think. I think it's value for money. It's 200 Rand on Take A Lot, I think it's even cheaper. Um, so it's really, and it's got everything you need in it um, to really just feel comfortable Again, doing your own journey. Again, it's plant use, right? Um, so it's not just like flower use. Whereas even in the, the cannabis audience, a lot of the people in our community still only regard the flower as the important part. You know, and you also talk sometimes about using the entirety of the plant. That's correct. And that's also why I'm so um, passionate about people growing for themselves, yeah. because that is how you can access those other parts of the plant. I mean, the root has also got medicinal value. The leaves are so full of nutrition and uh, goodness. And even the seeds. I know people don't like the seeds usually, but the seeds are incredible. They are an amazing superfood. Um, and I think that they have the potential to really change things for us here in South Africa, especially amongst the poor. Yeah. Definitely. As Boomslang saying from the background, he often, when he finds a seed, he just eats it. Yeah. Doesn't throw it away, mm -hmm. doesn't just pop it yeah. in his mouth and eat it. Exactly. Yeah. No, the seed is fantastic. And also, uh, not just for humans, for livestock as well. And I mean, mm -hmm. if you're feeding that to your chickens, yeah. and then your chickens are laying eggs, and then you're eating the eggs, you're getting it that way as well. So. 
yeah. <laughs> no, it's amazing. Full spectrum. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the next time There's I'm going to feed my dogs the seeds. I've got a seed of the seeds. Like the food. Just hide it. Yeah. No, it's really, really special. And thank you so much for writing us and putting this out there. Yeah. Like, it's so needed. Joe's, thank Joe's you saying so much. That she's got her as an exclusive books, just so people know. She's so also exclusive books. There you go. Amazing. Yeah, I think it's uh, also a good thing that uh, people support mm. local authors, and yes. you know we can all get any information on the internet. You know, it's for free and all that. But I mean, to have a hard copy of a book written by someone local for local, With local plants. You know, and uh, also it, it, it's it's a it's an easy read. Mm. You know. Mm. That's, a, that's very important. It, it doesn't come in with super science or anything like that. And, mm. uh, it makes it accessible for a lot of people. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now get me taking this copy home with me. Thanks, Joe. I'm borrowing it for a few days. <laughs> Great. Yeah, well, thank you so much Thanks, for Kelly. joining us. It was really lovely to see you again. Your sunshiny face and thank beautiful you so Happy thank you so much for having me and thank you so much for sharing my book with other people. I really do feel that yeah. the more people we can spread this to, the more lives we are yeah. actually helping and saving. Definitely. And so, I love that your story's in this, you know, and I think people can relate directly to you. It's not just another cannabis book. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Like I said, it's, it's really very basic. People, I think, are quite surprised when they find out just how simple it actually is yeah. to use this. So thank you very much. You. Have a lovely evening. Cheers. Yay. Amazing. Oh. It really, really is a nice book. I'm actually sad I didn't <clears throat> discover it till today. So yeah, I know we got to have also have a, have, had a chance to. You must it. have a look. Oh. It's really, really good. <laughs> right, guys. So then we next up, we've got our Pets and Cannabis Cup. Sure. Da, 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 da. Our trip down to Pets. So that yeah. was pretty cool there. It took us a whole 17 hours to get there, <laughs> It was ridiculous. Long. That was crazy, crazy, crazy long drive. But we made it. Got yeah. through the big roadblock. Huge roadblock. No problem. Got through the other side. And then we made it down to Plate. So we only got there in the, in the pitch black. So we didn't see like mm. half of the awesome view apparently. Like, you could only smell see. the ocean. You could smell it, but and you couldn't see it. Yeah. yeah. But to wake up the first morning. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. We were very spoiled. Yeah, it was beautiful. And then we went to the... Convention. Basically, there was the Garden Root Cannabis, Garden yeah. Cannabis Cup, yeah. but they had an exhibition hall where they had a few uh, exhibitors there, which were showing different. All local as well. All the local yeah. products from the local from, from things around there. From Joburg, except uh, Mike Bovida. Yeah, I mean, there was mainly the the grows the grow supplies are from down down there. Forest Roots the was there. Scene, they were yeah. they were representing the grow scene. Yeah. Um, you had the Chiba Africa was also there. Yeah. There was the. There's quite a few stands. Some there, really great things. The Rastafarians. It was up to up with these rolling competitions, yeah. as always. That's it. Yeah. So there was a nice crew there. People were basically chilling out, checking out what's happening, and then there was this competition, the Cannabis Cup, where yeah. you went to go. Yeah. So more? Myrtle, Joe, and I went, and and uh, we went to this cannabis club up on the mountains to go and test and sample some of the contestants. And it was interesting, but I'm not going to lie, I might have had really high expectations because it just didn't meet what I, what I really was expecting out of the... What do you mean? The, the quality. I think I still a lot of the really good Garden Root um, OG growers are still hiding. Hiding, Because yes, sure. in all honesty, there was a sure. lot of home growers in that competition, which is all good and all. Be proud of your weed, of yeah. course. 
Um, but I've seen higher standards from well, the Well, we're definitely going to go through, through this jar. So we managed to get ourselves a jar from the... Actually, it was from the winners. Yeah. Yes, these were the winners. They are the Canic Club, which is the, the, the club that we all actually all went to after the yeah. uh, show was done. We went up to the hill and we looked at the plants. Well, didn't see. We saw some plants. We saw the place where they were growing. Where they saw the club, the inside, the outside. Had a nice day there. You know, when you're and a youngster yeah. and you're like... You have this dream of having this cannabis club up on the mountains. You, you wake up in the morning with your coffee yeah, and kind of like your, that. there's your plants and there's your beautiful view. And it's literally <laughs> and like, like, and there's the, the sea in front of you, you know, yeah. it's like anything you dreamed of as a youngster. So it was pretty cool to see. It was, and it was good to see the initiatives that these guys are starting up down there as well. I mean, they are, they have got an uh, initiative called the Scissor, the Scissor Sisters, which empowers local women to do trimming of the plants at oh, these cannabis clubs. So that's a really nice, nice initiative that they have down there. Um, and they have obviously their, their people, obviously in the, in, the, in the area that they live that are gonna supply them with certain things grow medium and their plumbing and everything so it's good they support a lot of areas or initiatives around yeah. them and help teach you know by doing that and showing them this is how you can do the irrigation you already have the slope or whatever the case may be you know a lot of those guys are growing on little walls so yeah. they do need some help be. you know yeah. uplifting the community it really really yeah. should so, so if everyone grows better quality then you know yeah. everyone's going to win out of it 100 but yeah let's see that the winners are the winners because they definitely did a very splendid job. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. good job. The buds inside here were are given to us by the winners of the Cannabis Cup from the Canna Club, before as you can see. Before they won, even. Hey? Yes. Yeah. This is before they'd won. This is when they, they we were just chatting with them. This is all the sun grown um, buds that they have, and I think there might be one or two indoor buds inside. Nice here. job, yeah. five grams. I'm not going to lie. But yeah, okay, so. Off the bat. Decent. Nothing wrong. Look at that. It's a lucky packet. I see it. And if and if the smoke mm. could go through the camera, you guys would be going crazy right now. This has got some serious <laughs> terps and some serious hips. So anyway, let's have a look here. We've got this one here. I'm gonna lay them out as they can. Yeah. And I'll give you the names of them once we've done. So these guys are also growing outdoors um, on a field that has got sun from morning to afternoon. Beautiful ocean grown so now is this the OG <laughs> ocean grown or is it OG so <clears throat> this is basically what was grown by the winners and as you can see this stuff is covered in tracks yeah absolutely yeah. stinking yeah so if I remember correctly when we were having like a little bit of a tour and just like checking out the place they were saying that where they were positioned they don't actually get any frost Yes, they're above the frost belt, so yeah. they're just above the frost line, which means that they never, ever, ever, ever get frost. It never gets like really cold. Yeah, the yeah, lowest yeah. temp was like eleven degrees. Yeah. Inside. So then you got this beautiful purple one here. Like we we're saying, that's definitely genetics. So some of these strains here, you've got Hydro Exodus. You got that was a Hydro Exodus where these guys are. I don't know which one it is. I don't know which one it is. Um, the Hydro Exodus. I remember seeing they had these hydroponic tables but they were grown mm -hmm. with out with with natural light so they were just in a shade in like room. a in like a sun room mm -hmm. that were grown in troughs that was grown in light so it's a hydro exodus then you got the outdoors you got exodus cheese mandarin cookies and then you got blue dream cross skittles cake so they're growing a whole lot of different strains there bio some foreign stuff as well yeah yeah and yeah i mean these guys are doing their thing and they're learning they also they these guys are new growers they've just come out or they've just started growing they've never been 
full-term, long-term growers. Yeah. They had other More careers volumes, and they had other things to do in their lives. And they've now subsequently have had to start growing and just decided, well, this is the way to go forward. And yeah, they've joined this group and they are going at it well, full steam yeah. ahead. So what, I, what I appreciated was speaking to a couple of the different growers around there was they all really liked breeding with local genetics, mm. which was for me, you know, the coolest to hear. And they would talk about how it grows differently in the different mm. mountains around the region, mm. which is a lot more intense than our small areas we have in Joburg. It doesn't vary much, you know. Yeah. yeah. There's also, you know, it's coastal vibes. It's right. Yeah. It was really, really amazing. I think we were spoiled. Yeah, totally. So yeah, shout out to the Canna Club. Oh yeah. Sun Grown, kind of the kind of club. They were a really cool, nice place, nice birds. Yeah. Very um, nice place. <clears throat> yeah. And then shout out to we met some guys, Nocturnal Genetics. Yeah. You also guys had some really good seeds. Seeds are in. Seeds are down. You sent us, you gave us some seeds. We, yeah, we got, we, we've put them down. Yeah, they, they're in. in. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That they was had the an earthworm farm and they had chicken farm and they had all sorts of stuff going on there. Yeah, yeah. At, the, at the Canna Club, they were definitely going full blown, full natural KNF, low cost, um, create your own nutrients, create your own fertilizers, create your own medium beds, everything. So, they were really yeah. going the organic route. He had his own fish, he had his own koi. Yes. They were doing uh, what's aquaponics setup, yeah. so yeah. Yeah, it was really, really amazing. And then the expo itself, I think, it was what three days in total. I think we were there for two mm. of the, the three days, um, but it was really, really great. I mean, there were people from all over. A lot of the locals. Um, we had a cool hot box set up on the stage. Mm -hmm. We um, did a little bit of a raffle. We had our own stand <coughs> for Fields of Green to sit. So thank you to everyone for the support, for all the shirts that everyone bought. And then also we had a cool raffle, as I said. And thank you to everyone who chipped in. All their amazing vendors and stores brought us a little bit of something. And the prize that we landed up giving away was actually, I think, worth... It was pretty dang. It was mm. amazing. Yeah, it was I would have loved it. One. I yeah. It was honestly more than six, 7,000 rand. Yeah, yeah no, it was worth yeah. it. And everyone donated that was holding mm. a store. It was yeah. amazing. The community was really, really cool to see and be a part of for a little bit. Mm. And also uh, Chiba, they were there doing yes. their thing, doing great interviews with the people, uh, keeping good the word him. spread and making sure they, you know, speaking to the relevant people that yeah. are in the game and are making a difference. They had a bit of a legendary judging panel yeah. as well. So there wasn't just yeah, Myrtle involved. Was for the first time event, there was Jeremy Acton, there was Simon, Gareth Simon. Prince and Gareth Simon Prince, Strainer, Myrtle. there was Myrtle. And Chris J. And Chris J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, that's yeah. like some of the people we were looking at when we were younger, you know? So, yeah, big ups to them. Well done. Next year will be bigger and better. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait for next year. It can only be better. <clears throat> of course. It was so good to finally meet so many people. Yeah. But otherwise, I think we had such a draw. It took a little bit of a while to recover. I think we were quite busy. Well, it's quite a drive oh. to go yeah. for four days. We yeah. Really you know, it was a whole entire drive, two days. Completely Dandy, driving, all the driving and a enjoy a little bit of it. We were good, yeah, we made yes. it, but it was yeah. it's a lot of driving and it's a lot to get through. So we had a Lots few days trucks. afterwards, yeah. And the Lots daunting pass, <laughs> <laughs> but it was really cool. Yeah. yeah, Brad. Well, well, that was our pets and cannabis cup update, and we hope yeah. everyone comes down next year as well. It was really worth it. And then I think next up we're gonna get into some Insta my gram. Yes, mm -hmm. I think we are. I think we got some cool pictures already. Waiting. Yeah. All right, there they are. So yeah. we're just going to go through them. We will sort of make like a unanimous. Oh, so this is the top top four or five, eh? Five. Is he working with the top garden? five pictures. We do go through a bunch of more pictures, guys. Mm. There's just a lot. 
Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. Mm. Getting ready. Gunjarani. That's really cool. What's no, I like that bonsai. What is he working on? Gardening therapy. I agree. That's that's got to be my favorite already. That's really beautiful. What does uh, the purple do for your life? No, it's just purple They thought it was a good spectrum for the plants. It will keep the plant alive, but it's not full spectrum. Yeah. White light or mixed warm light. Yeah. Is, yeah. Well, I think, Amy, because you have it's your first time captaining the ship, <laughs> you get the honors to choose the winner. I think that's only fair. Uh, tipsy Cola. Tipsy Cola? Tipsy Cola. Yeah, I So, cola carrying more of the strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> To make it. I really love it. They look happy under the purple. Yeah. No, no, like I said, they, they grow. They do. Yeah. But if you have to compare it, you'll be sorry, to say the least. Is that like a bonsai? Yeah, it looks like they're bonsai. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no. If, if I get to choose, then Tipsy Cola is the winner for me. That's really beautiful. Yeah. Tipsy Cola Congratulations. Oh, that was a lot of lady entrance lately. Yeah, which is cool. I love, love to see. It's good to see the lady growers coming out. It really, really is. We need to have more women in the growing scene and women growing the plant because it's really cool. I've seen a whole lot of growers from the states that are on Instagram that really I don't know. I just is it? I don't know. Their plants just are very, very well tended and taken care of if they run the room. And these guys that are running the room, and yes, they are very well taken care of. But there's this slight it's difference. Love of the plants. Exactly. There's a slight over them, yeah. feminine touch that you yeah. have on the plants that just seem to be a bit yeah. more tentative. So that's actually something we didn't mention was the Women's Day cookie. Yes. And when we were in the garden roots, uh, we had an incredible Women's Day, Women in Cannabis talk. It was at Emily Moon, holy moly, that place. Mm, you get beautiful. the chance, go eat there. Go really. eat there, go see the place, even Support just to local. take photos. Beautiful. It's really beautiful, but the, the restaurant was amazing. And there were some really great talks. We had a couple of ladies. There was like a little um, dinner club they have down there. They get together and um, Myrtle obviously spoke and... Then just a little bit of educational things from the ladies and cannabis and stuff. So that was also amazing. So thank you for having us as well. Mm -hmm. Poll yeah. results. Poll results All right. Again. So the poll results. Let's see what we've got here. Okay, poll results. Um, is it bad manners not to keep a bong and company? So out of 18 votes, with 0% saying you should leave some in the bowl, which is good to hear. So yeah, no one believes that. Yeah. <laughs> so basically we got... Have some 39% you should finish it and 61% it doesn't matter. What? Shame on you. <laughs> what? Learn some manners, man. That's bong <laughs> etiquette 101. Smoke the bong, clean the bong, pass the bong. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, makes me feel a bit better. Lucky, oh. lucky, lucky, lucky. Awesome, guys. Catch you next week. Yeah, I think that's it. We're, we're really, really quick and short, you know. Short and sweet, missing a few essentials. <laughs> They'll be back. Yeah. They'll be back in yeah. full swing. Awesome. Well, thank right. you so much, guys. Hope you have a beautiful evening. And in Mertz's place, I'll say life went up for Jules. Know your rights. And grow your own.